What's up, guys? We're throwing the leather. I'm Justin. I'm Corey. And um, tonight we're gonna talk about uh, the fights tonight: Rosenstrike and Gone, as well as the rest of um, the main card. And I'll give you our thoughts on the fight. So, uh, Corey, what'd you think about the main event? Cyril Gone getting the easy 50-45 over Rosenstrike. Very underwhelming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Neither sure. guy looked good. Um. Well, I, I would say I'd say Gon looked good, but it was a bit like John Jones tweeted out during the show saying, um, you know, he'll push the pace, and I, I agree there. I mean, the pace was definitely not being pushed is he, much at all. Is he top five good at this point? See, it depends. I don't think a lot was. I mean, there, there, he definitely showed stuff tonight. Was it a lot to prove that he's going to be, you know, a champion one day? Possibly. But I think he needs to have that defining, you know. That big win. Yeah. And yeah. I think this helped him. But I don't think it was, you know, his magnum opus of his pre-title you know, fight career. Yeah, this is, Rosenstruck was, it's that parts of the fight you were wondering if he was gonna throw like throw a punch, at yeah, all. he was he was like waiting the counter the entire time, and he was sitting like trying to faint, and then he wasn't he wasn't doing a whole lot, and it it showed. I mean, he got pieced up. Yeah, even on the feet. I mean, Gon did land a few takedowns, and he didn't do much on the ground there, but yeah, Biggie Boy got pieced up on the feet for sure. Yeah, total strikes, hundred and twenty eight, two hundred and two for Gon. Yeah, that's. And Biggie was forty nine for one hundred and eleven. Yeah, that's that's just. And he had forty two le- uh, significant strikes. To what for? Uh, for gone. F- to one hundred and two. Yeah, that's. It, it. I mean, it for as uncompetitive as it seemed on the. Stats. It. It seemed when the fight was taking place. I mean, it was not. All that competitive a fight. No. It. It really wasn't. No. They were definitely underwhelming. It was one of the more dominant 50-45s I've seen. I mean, it was clear that Gon had won that entire fight. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk more about the heavyweight division com- yeah. coming up. And I mean, it's interesting now. It's it's definitely interesting because you have, you know, I mean, the top now, you got obviously Mia Chichen Ngannou, champion, the number one contender fighting. Derek Lewis at two, Blades I believe still at three, and well Rosenstrike was at four. I assume he's gonna drop to where I don't know. I mean, do you put Gon at four? Do you jump him over Overeem? Jump him over Volkov and Blades? I don't necessarily think you do. Right now, after after that fight, uh, I mean it was impressive. He was very calm in there. He was yeah, very but I don't know if ready, he's but four. Ready. Yeah, yeah. I mean maybe maybe five. I, I mean, I wouldn't put him six. I wouldn't put him over Blades. I would not. I mean, you know, one loss for Curtis, and I don't think he deserves to go down that much. No, no, but no. I think that would be a next fight for them. I think Blades yeah. and Gun, that fight yeah. should happen. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with that. I think and that'd be an interesting fight. That could be a top five. You know, get back into the top right. five. For and sure. Then, you know, go from there and and. For sure. I mean, yeah, like. You know, I'm looking at the stats here. It it was not, it was, it was not competitive. No, it was it was, it was clear. Yeah, I I don't know what Rosenstrike. And one thing I see is a theme with the heavyweight division is you have Ngannou who is yeah he has I mean he doesn't have bad technique. I'm not going to say that, but 
and, and Lewis and now like Rosenstrike, they they look for that one punch, and yeah. if it's not there, I mean they're just losing the round by round by round. Obviously for Ngannou and Lewis, it is almost all well, not almost always, but it's there a lot. Yeah. For Rosenstrike, it and that makes for a bad fight. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you're a counter puncher and you're looking for one knockout shot. It doesn't look good. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna get it. It's it's just um. I, I don't know. I mean, the heavyweight division is interesting now, and obviously, when it comes to titles, whoever wins in next month is probably gonna get John Jones. Yeah, so Jones is, is it's, like he said. He tweeted. He goes, "The pace is gonna be pushed." Yeah, and I mean, as it should be pushed. I mean, it was it was not a a fast moving fight, but it's also heavyweights. And you don't also you don't always see fast move, but tonight yeah it was not a, a fast moving fight. It definitely could have been. You know I mean, we could sit here all day and, and say these guys could do what they I mean we're not we're not pros. I mean these guys train day in day out for weeks and months to to do this. So mm-hmm. it's easy for us to sit here and say oh you got to push the pace, but. You know when you're actually doing it's a whole different, oh yeah, whole different yeah. scenario. But well, there's the times that the announcers were like, okay, you know, Rosenstrike's gonna he's gonna turn it on in the fourth and the fifth if it gets yeah. there, and and but he just didn't. He no. just he it almost looked like he got slower each round. Yeah, and it, he just didn't want to fight at all. Yeah, I, I think I think Gon needs needs a big time opponent next. I, I really do. Yeah, I think if he did. Um, I think even Volkov works. I think I think yeah. That's I think either t- those two fight. blades, Volkov, um, Lewis. I'm not sure why. You know. He, yeah, he's calling out Reem. That that doesn't do anything for me or for him. I mean, it's he's fighting silly, down. Silly. He's yeah. number two. He'd be fighting number six. There's no point in that. Yeah. And then if he loses. Yeah, if he loses, he loses. <laughs> I mean, where he's sitting right now, he can hypothetically maybe not fight. Until after Miocic and Ganu two and Miocic Jones and Gano Jones and get a title shot. Yeah, I mean he, he probably needs to win one more. At least I would imagine from where yeah. I'm sitting, he needs to win one more. But I mean that would that wouldn't be like against Reem. No. I mean if, no. if he beats Reem, I don't see how he gets a title shot off that. I don't see that. No, I, I think he's gonna stay where he's at. He's gonna sit. I mean he might think, okay, let me take Reem. It could be. You know, yeah. to keep me active. You know, I'll take another fight. Less dangerous than, you know, anybody else. Yeah. So, but then it is if if it is dangerous because if he gets knocked out, then you just got knocked out by number six guy. Yeah. Even even if he loses, whether it's knockout submission, I mean, losing Anything. period. It's, it loses it's, it all. Yeah. It, that's not that's not what you want to do if you're him. You don't want to fight down, and that's exactly what that's doing is fighting. I mean, down. I could see if he doesn't want to wait. I mean, it's it's just it's it's fighting down. Yeah. At at that point, it's... Uh, if he doesn't want to wait to fight. Yeah. Because the heavyweights take a while. I mean, maybe, you know, him and Gon is a possibility, but I don't like that fight stylistically for Derek Lewis. I don't I don't like Cyril Gon for him. Yeah, it would. It would... It would look like this. It yeah. looked like this, the, yeah. you know, the, the main event that was... Um, but another question I would have is, would Derek Lewis be able to get that shot in there that Rosenstreich couldn't? Would he be able to get, whether it was that uppercut, that right hand, that left, whatever shot, would he be able to get it to knock out Cyril Gunn? That, that'd be uh, a you know, question I would have. Yeah, that's... A concern, even, you know. 
his reach for heavyweight is yeah. What was solid reach on that? It was seventy two, I believe. Yeah. Seventy two to seventy his reach. So six four. Yeah, he's and not. Rosenstruck was six two. The so heavyweight yeah. division now, it's it's interesting. Um. Yeah, it's 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 definitely interesting. Like I said, you know, when we covered you know, the Blades Lewis last week. A lot's gonna need to be seen after the Mia Tishin and Ganu fight. Yeah, you know, I don't think you're gonna get a whole lot of clarity until then. I mean, obviously, Dana White all but confirmed. He may have even actually confirmed that whoever wins that fight's getting John Jones. But it's also, you know, begging the question is, okay, what if Stipe is dominating into the fourth and fifth round and Ganu comes out and knocks him out? Do you give Stipe a trilogy or do you go for John Jones? Yep. Because you gotta also remember Stipe's coming off the trilogy against DC. So do you give him another another immediate trilogy, or do you go to John Jones? And when does that happen? Exactly. Like both guys are, are beaten up. You know, it's exactly. going to be a year. Yeah, it's it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be an Ngannou fight, so you know it's not going to be a fun time for Miocic or even for Ngannou. I mean, those guys. I mean, people need to put some respect on Stephen Miocic's name. I mean, he is just so disrespected by the UFC. I feel, and it's 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 a bit surprising because I mean he's beaten pretty much everybody that they put in front of him. I mean, he beat JDS. I mean, he lost to JD, but he beat him in the rematch. Mm-hmm. He beat DC for Doom, Overeem. Even though Overeem did feel a tap in that fight, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to... We're going to have to wait and see. That's yeah. basically it. See what happens. To me... I think no matter what happens, Jones is getting that title fight. Yeah, and you can't, you can't really not say he deserves it because I mean he does I mean the only thing is he's not like you know Izzy going up and having a belt already but I mean what what does John need to prove that he hasn't already I mean clearly the greatest light heavyweight of all time arguably the greatest fighter period of all time yeah he's got nothing to prove at light heavyweight and he's got nothing to prove to show anybody that he deserves this shot at heavyweight he just he deserves it and everybody should I won't say everybody should know but they, they should I mean he deserves it yeah, I have. Um, I think Derek Lewis gone fight. I think that should happen. And then if Jones gets the the title fight against Stipe or Ngannou, and then we'll go from there. Like, yeah. you can go. You know, the winner of gone. I I mean, do you give gone the shot right now? He's eight now. He's young. Yeah. You just say, you know what the what the hell? Let's see what he has. You could, that that that's a possibility. But again, you know, is he a hype train in the making? And the UFC, I don't say dropped the ball, but you see the hype trains they pushed. Macy Barber lost her last two fights. Yeah. Um, Sean O'Malley lost to Cheeto Vera. Now he's got um, Thomas Almeida coming up um, on the UFC 260 card. So. I mean, if he loses that fight, his hype train is probably derailed. I mean, even Hamza Chamaya, people are saying his hype train is derailed. And, I mean, I think you got to cut him a little bit of slack because, you know, COVID and everything. But, I mean, he was a guy who did say he could fight, well, I don't know if it was every day or every other day or every week or whatever. And, you know, he hasn't fought now since September, I believe. And Yeah, the heavyweight division is it's kind of all over, you know, 
you can do a lot of matchups. Yeah. Yeah. After the Stipe and Ganu fight, you know, Jones gets a title fight, the rematch, who knows? It's it's interesting. It definitely Gan, is. I Lewis. Mean, <laughs> like, you know, you got... You can go all over the place. Yeah. You got Volkov. I mean, he's, Volkov. he's in there. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things that you can do in there. And I mean, Junior, Junior Dos Santos is still in the rankings, but... He's I been mean, knocked out by everybody. Yeah, he's on a three-fight skid. I don't... I think he's just in the rankings because he's Junior Dos Santos. I don't think he's in the rankings necessarily because he's... I mean, he still is dangerous. Let's not... I mean, he did knock out Derek Lewis in his last win, but he's also gotten knocked out in his last three fights against uh, Blades, Rosenstreich, and then gone. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there are definitely options for him as well, but he's not in any title picture right now. So, I mean, that's not something you got to worry about all yeah. that much. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's, uh, I mean, I've been writing matchups up who I think should go next. Yeah. and. I don't mean I I I'd throw Gon in there. I'd say you know what, we'll put you up against Lewis. Yeah, I mean you could. It's it's definitely a um, a possibility. You know, it, even if, if Lewis wins, okay, he's the number two ranked for a reason. And and if Gon loses, he's still young. Oh God, he's yeah. only you know yeah. nine fights. He's only at yeah. five in the UFC. So I don't think it's we'll push him way down the list. You know, and there's there's matchups after that you can make with 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 Gunn. It's you know Volkov, Reem. You know you could do a lot. You know, switching gears a little bit now. Staying on the card though, uh, Pedro Munoz Jimmy Rivera rematch. Phenomenal fight. Um, Munoz just chopping away at the legs with uh, the leg kicks of, and getting the legs of Jimmy Rivera, but just a dominant a dominant win. I mean, it was a performance. Yeah. You know, a great one. Yeah, I I know I came into this thinking Jimmy Rivera had a good shot of mm. knocking him out, and yeah, I mean the pace was frenetic. There, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, but they just they went at those leg kicks, man. They're just yeah. <laughs> they're I mean you saw what obviously Poirier did to McGregor and now Munoz to Rivera. I think leg kicks are going to be the next big thing. They I, I really do. I mean especially those calf kicks. I mean, yeah, that's all we've been hearing is calf kicks. And they're effective as all hell. I mean, guys are just getting brutalized with them. Yeah, forty out of fifty-two leg strikes. Yeah, that's 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 so ridiculous to me that he landed all those strikes. And he was total strikes. He was he outgunned him a lot. Oh God, yeah. Ninety-four out of one hundred ninety-four to sixty-five out of one hundred ninety-three. Yeah. He just it's it looked and like they were he, all significant strikes. Yeah, yeah. It looked like you could, could get in on him. Like, you know, trying to take him down. I mean, he had one takedown, one out of five. Yeah. Takedowns. Bantamweight's another very interesting division right now. Um, very, very interesting. Obviously, next week you've got the title fight: Piotr Jan, Aljamain Sterling, on a card that is one of the most stacked on paper I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a really really nice looking card. Um, I mean, looking at the bantamweight rankings right now, you know, Munoz in at eight. I'd imagine he'll go up probably to six or seven after this one. Um, there are a lot of options there. There's a lot of options there. Obviously, you got to remember Dillashaw's coming back. Yeah. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure what they're going to do with TJ. Obviously, I don't think he deserves a title shot right away. 
I mean, there's no way he does. He's been out for two years, and it's not like he's been an injured two years. He popped for roids, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing him and Munoz when he comes back, or even, yeah, you know... Yeah, would be uh, the number one contender shot. Yeah. Yeah, there's... I mean, that that top right now is so top-heavy. I mean, they were talking about Sanhagen and, and Dillashaw, but I think that's a, a tough fight for Sanhagen because right now he's all but got the winner of Jan and Sterling. Yeah. So, and you say he fights TJ and he loses, he loses a title shot. If I'm him, I'm just, I'm waiting. Wait for the title. Exactly, Wait exactly. Title. Yeah, Which, that, that, that fight is very excited for that fight. That card is, is stacked. Um I told you earlier. I think that car. I think that fight will be fight of the night. Yeah, I, I feel that, that whole too. card is going to be good. But I, I think that fight is just something about it. It's yeah. These two guys are. Ooh. There's going to be some wild shots, yeah. and we got our predictions for that uh, that card as well. Right now, I'm going to start with the prelims or like the featured prelim. They go to the main card. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so first the uh, featured prelim, Dominic Cruz coming back, taking on Casey Kenny. I think a lot of people are gonna write Kenny off. Um, I think it's gonna be a competitive fight. I think Dom's gonna make the requisite adjustments to come back. Um, I, he says ring rust isn't real. I think when you're off for almost four years, you're gonna be a little rusty. And I think you know he took some of that off against Cejudo, and man, it was a controversial finish, obviously, but um. I, I think he's going to take. I think he's going to be Casey Kenny. I, I'm not sure how, but I, if I had to say, probably, probably decision. Kenny's a tough guy, and you yeah, know, Dom's a decision machine. So. Yeah, and experience too. Yeah, you know, Cruz is 22 and three. I'm not a huge fan of Cruz, but I I, I do think that. <laughs> I mean, his Cruz fight IQ would, is just off the charts. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just so good. And then the footwork and oh, it's yeah. You know, you're trying to hit him. Yeah. And and that's. Hard it's tough. Enough. Yeah. So I I do think Cruz pulls out a decision here. Yeah, I do too. I I like that fight. I really like that fight. I think that's gonna be a solid matchup. Um, then kicking over the main card now, which is absolutely loaded. You got three title fights, arguably a title eliminator at light heavyweight, with the number two ranked Tiago Santos, number four Alexander Rakic, which I think that's gonna be a great fight. I think a lot of people. Are are quick to write off Tiago Santos, which I've been seeing. They're saying, you know, Rakic, and he's great. I mean, there's no doubt about that. He's very talented, but I mean, I think people got to remember that before there was Dominic Reyes giving um, John Hartford, and the very uh, fight before that, Tiago Santos um, took John to a split decision. So, yeah, I definitely like uh, Santos in this fight. I do too. I think he's going to bounce back from the Teixeira loss, and I think he's going to, and he's going to take it, and I think he's going to beat him. I do. I mean, I think that's going to be a very, very competitive fight. A fight that I also see probably going a decision. Um, but I think it's going to be a very, very good fight. I think, I think people are really quick to write off guys after losses. You got Santos coming off a loss, Rakic coming off a win, yeah, and obviously. Everyone's going to lean towards the guy coming off the win. You know, flashy win over Anthony Smith and Santos, the tough loss over Glover Teixeira. But I, th I think people are very quick to write off Tiago Santos and forget just how good he is. And I think he's going to show people next week that he's still one of the elite light heavyweights in the world. And Glover's a – he's a vet, so – Yeah, people – He's been around a thing. long time. People are acting just because he's old that he's not good. I mean – 
you know, ever hear Dan Henderson, even DC, I mean, yeah, that's, some of these guys, their yeah. talent, they age like fine wine, and maybe that's Glover's case. Yeah, it's going to be, they're going to throw some shots. It's going to be a good fight. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great one. I really do. Another one, uh, Islam Makachev, Drew Dober. That, that's going to be, I think, another banger of a fight. I really do. Um, I, I got Makachev in that. I think he's really talented. I think he's got the potential to be a future champion. Mm-hmm. But another one, people are just acting like, you know, Drew Dober is a slouch. Definitely not the case. No. But Definitely not the case. Was he on a five-fight win streak, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh... I think we're so far we're uh, picking the same. Yeah, I mean Makachev's a different breed. You know, he's he's so good. I, I like his chances in this fight. I mean, originally he was supposed to fight um, Rafael dos Anjos back it was November, I think it was. I like that he's not taking up that big of a step in competition immediately because you know dos Anjos has been through a gauntlet of opponents. He's mm-hmm. got some of the best, probably the best experience at lightweight right now. And um, I, I like this matchup for Dober and Makachev. It, it's a good fight for both of them. It's going to raise both their stocks no matter who wins. I think Makachev's got that, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. Um, now we get into... The big ones here. The first of three title fights. Piotr Jan, Aljamain Sterling... My prediction for fight of the night, personally, I think that's going to be yeah, a banger. There's, these guys are just going to just throw wild strikes. It's going to be all over the place. It's yeah. frantic. It's going to be, yeah, up, down, like everywhere. I think a big key for this fight for Sterling is to taking it to the ground. That's what he says he wants to do, and I think if he can do that, that raises his chances significantly of winning this fight. Yeah. Um. But Jan is a very, very well-rounded fighter, but so is Sterling. I mean, this is clearly the best fight at Bantamweight right now, in my opinion. I mean, you clearly have the two best Bantamweights on planet Earth taking each other on, and I think it's going to be a phenomenal fight. Yeah, I also picked Sterling. I like Sterling in for this yeah, fight. Yeah, I got Aljo. People yeah. are sleeping on him, too. I think people are sleeping on Jan and Sterling, respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think both these guys are going to prove that it's going to that they're elite, you know, not just elite at 135, but elite as mixed martial artists as a whole. Yeah. And I got, I got Sterling taking the, uh, taking the belt away from Jan, but I would not be surprised if Jan wins. And his, yeah, his reach is going to be a big factor in this fight. Yeah, he's got, what's that, four-inch reach advantage? Yeah, like, yeah that's, you know, he, yeah. if he can keep him outside his, his, you know, shots, mm-hmm. and then mix in the takedowns, I think he's got, a, you know, a really good chance. Yeah, I mean, you saw what Sterling did in a minute and a half. He starched Corey Sanhagen, choked him out. I mean, that was impressive as hell. Yeah. That was really, really impressive. Now, I don't I don't think he'll be able to do that to Piotr Jan, but, I mean... And he was in a battle with Aldo. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, the first few rounds... Yeah, it was, it was, they, it was a good fight. They went back and, and forth, then and then he kind of... Took over, and yeah. that, that fight could have been stopped. So, oh, my God. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that Probably that should have been stopped yeah. a little bit earlier. Yeah, I don't know if that ref has ref since that fight, but he definitely should not be. But they've both fought, you know, the top of the class. Oh, for sure. 
And a lot of people, you know, people have said that Jan had an easy route to the title. You know, he beat Uriah Faber and got a title shot. This is also his chance to uh, to silence his doubters and, and prove that he really is the champion. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, you know, when you have the belt, I mean, I'm not so, so sure there's much more you need to do, but... Well, this will, this will definitely put him on the next level. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I already think he's elite, but th- this is a big-time fight for him. Big, big-time fight. Yep. And then the women's featherweight. Yeah. Nunes. I don't think either of us Nunes, are going to yeah. go for the upset and <laughs> Nunes, take Anderson. I got Nunes by whatever <laughs> the hell way she wants. Yeah. It's there, – there's such a – I'd like to see a, a good one. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I mean, listen. A good battle. Somebody that, like, is competitive against yeah. her. The, the last time Amanda Nunes was in a competitive fight was Valentina Shevchenko at UFC 215. I mean, it's been that long, you know, going on well over three years now. Yeah. Since she's been in a really competitive fight. And I don't know if Megan Anderson's the, the, the one to bring it to her. Um, I mean, she's got, you know, that height and a little bit of a reach advantage. Only mm-hmm. three inches, but it's the height where she's much more pronounced. Now, has Nunez fought anybody at her size? The closest one I would think is probably Durandamy. But, I mean, you saw what she did. She yeah. beat Jermaine Durandamy pretty easily. But, I mean, I, th- I think Nunes is going to win. I thought she was a minus 1,400 favorite. That's 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 insane. Yeah. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. I mean, I get it because she's just been dominant. I mean, the gap between Amanda Nunes and everybody else is just so wide that I it's... don't think I've ever seen somebody dominate no. and and. Two divisions. And I don't think we're ever going to see it again. I mean, people need to put more respect on her name. I mean, I know everyone always, always calls her the greatest women's mixed martial artist of all time, but when is she going to be put in the talk for just being the greatest fighter, period? I mean, yeah. I know people are going to make the argument, well, you know, she didn't fight because she's not a man. She didn't fight all these other fighters. But, I mean, she's ran through everybody. I mean, yeah. her last fight she lost to Kat Zingano at UFC 178. And ever since then, I mean, she's beaten Shevchenko twice. She knocked out Cyborg. In less than a minute. Yep. Ronda. Holly Holm with a head kick. Yep. I mean, she's being every former UFC women's bantamweight and featherweight champion. Enough said. Like, <laughs> w- what more discussion is there to put her atop? If there's a Mount Rushmore of the greatest fighters of all time, I think you got to at least throw her name in the hat. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, could, sure. I, I mean, if you want to say she shouldn't be on there, fine. But to not put her in the discussion is just criminal. To, to well, and not the women's do that. side, she has every every head on that. Yeah, there's, Rushmore. There, yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt she's the greatest women's fighter of all time. It, it, now the discussion is: is she the greatest fighter? Period. Yeah. And all she, I mean, she's beaten everybody there is to beat. Now it's just adding on to that legacy. It's building on what she already has. And I, I mean, I think she's gonna win by whatever way she wants. Yeah. Whether now, it's a decision, TKO, sub, whatever. Yeah, that's an easy one. Now the main event, which, you know, light heavyweight title, Jan Blachowicz making his first defense against the middleweight champ, the last style bender, Israel Adesanya. I think this is a very, very interesting fight. I, I like both of these fights. Um, What's your take on it? What do you think is going to happen? Oh, it's... I got Izzy. Yeah. I... I, I th- I'd agree, but I think it's going to be a closer fight than people I think. I do think it's going to be a close fight, but I think Izzy is just going to take over 
in the later rounds, if it makes it the later rounds. Yeah. But I, I just think he can outlast, you know, the, the reach is, you know, not too bad, his height, but. Yeah, I think where you're It depends gonna, on yeah. where he comes in at, too. Like, if he's at, like, you, I think we were talking earlier, he's at, like, 207 right now. Yeah. So, but it's also how he's going to feel, you know, he's been. I think a big thing that a lot of people are forgetting is that Blahovich has some serious power. Oh, yeah. And everybody is just really, really quick to write off Jan Blahovich like, oh, he's just. He's a placeholder, or he's just there because John Jones isn't there. Now, I'm not saying he would have beat John Jones, but put some respect on his name. I mean, he is a legit threat. I yeah. mean, his his left hand, his any punch really he has can knock anybody out. And I mean, what he did to Dominic Reyes, not even John Jones could, could do to Dominic Reyes. That's that that's pretty significant. Now, will that translate to a guy like Israel Adesanya? That's yet to be seen. Obviously, we'll get our answer next week. But his, I don't want to say his best shot, or his, only, his best shot to win, I believe, is a knockout. But it's far from his only shot. Yeah, I think I think Izzy's speed is going to give him trouble. Yeah, and Izzy's, te- I mean, Izzy's so technical. Yeah. Like, I mean, he is just the most, probably the most technical striker right now in the UFC. I think he's going to, you know, they're going to fill each other out first. And I think Izzy's just going to pick him apart. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. I think Izzy is, and then it's going to come down to you know is is he going to get frustrated and, and yeah. try to throw up that one shot and try to knock him out? Now another thing that you got to be mindful of is that uh, bo- left body kick that um, Blahovich used on Dominic Reyes. I mean that was wide open all day. Now I assume Izzy's going to you know watch that and realize that he's got to be mindful of that. At least you would you would think. Yeah. Yeah, he's a smart fighter. Yeah, um, his fight IQ is it's very high, and he's just so technical. Now, another question that I would have, or more comment, whatever, is do you think he's doing this just to, you know, make Jones mad? you think he's doing this to, you know, say to John Jones, hey, I got your belt, I'm the champ in your division, you know, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to come down and fight me, or are you going to go up to heavyweight still? Yeah, oh, I think he's definitely going to stay at heavyweight. Yeah, I mean, I think Izzy's doing this not only to, you know, become a champ champ, but to, to make John Jones mad. I think he, I think that would be a phenomenal fight with those oh two. Oh, my God, yeah, um, for sure. If Jones, you know, the big question is if Jones, if he wins, it's how he wins. Yeah. But also if he loses, if he takes a beating yeah. with these heavyweights, Will he come right back down to 205? I mean, a lot of people, and listen, I know this is, I don't even know, but I forgot what I was going to say, but John is so good, but people have to also realize that there's another guy at heavyweight named Stipe Miocic, who is very good as well, and Francis Ngannou, who is very, very good as well. And if Ngannou lands a, a shot, He's going to put you to sleep. Yeah. If he lands clean, I don't care if you're John Jones, Steve Miocic, you're going to go to sleep. I mean, he did it to Kane. He did it to Junior Dos Santos. He did it to Rosenstroich. He did it to Overeem, obviously. He's he's very, very powerful, and it does not take more than one shot, which is scary. Yeah. I, I scary. honestly think that Jones gets his title shot. 
and if he wins, I, I, either way, if he if he wins or loses, I think he's coming back down to two hundred five. Yeah, that's just that's just my opinion. Well, I think it also depends on what happens next week. Like if Izzy loses, the, then, then yeah, I think that's, it's different. That, I think it's different then. I I think if Izzy wins, that it's, that's going to be the key. If Izzy yeah. wins, I think Jones comes back down to two hundred five. Mm. That maybe with the heavyweight title or not, I think. Well, the question is, you think Dana would let him come down to two hundred five, holding that heavyweight belt for and, an, for an Izzy Izzy shot? Yeah, that's the, the that'll be yeah, the, that, that's the a money, money fight. fight. That's 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 it. I mean, that's you're looking the, at that's that's got to sell at least a million pay per views. Yeah, I mean, those those are the two. You know, like people are comparing those two. Like, you know, Izzy yeah. is is the next John. And there's Jones. already beef there. I mean, they don't like each other. Yeah. So there's a storyline there already. Yeah, I think. You know, depending on what happens if with John Jones. You know, he might feel that power at 205 or at, at heavyweight, and because yeah. it's a step up, it's a difference. Yeah. You know. I mean, you look, you look at DC for example. Heavyweight DC and light, I know he's retired, but heavyweight DC and light heavyweight DC are two different fighters, and he is significantly better at heavyweight than at light heavyweight, and he was already great at light heavyweight. Yeah. So will that will that be the same case for John Jones? I mean, he's just so talented the way it is that I'd imagine it will be. What do you think Jones is going to come in at at heavyweight? Where like where does he walk around at? That's tough. I don't I don't know off the top of my head what he walks around at right now, but I could have, I could say maybe the two thirty two forty range. Like he's not, he's not coming in scraping to make weight. No. He's going to come in. I'm saying two thirty five two forty. He's not going to come in super heavy. Yeah. He doesn't need to. I mean. No, I think he's right around. I think he'll be right around there. Yeah. In the two thirties. Um. But we'll see. We'll Maybe see. Maybe almost you know, like zero gone at two forty seven was he something like that. power is it's a whole other ball game at, yeah. at heavyweight. Like you get hit by Engano and yeah, I mean it's literally getting like getting hit by a car. I yeah, mean, like so he might. To me, it's I, I think he's coming back. He wants that Izzy fight. That's I think yeah. everybody Dana I think will convince him he wants that Izzy fight. Well, he knows he the, wants that Izzy fight. The, he knows he money. wants the Izzy fight. You know. Yeah. So I think everybody will be rooting for for Izzy Dana White especially. Oh, Dana's gonna be clutching his pearls, hoping <laughs> that Izzy wins that fight. Yeah, Dana Dana wants that big money fight. And you can't blame him. I mean, Dana also wants Poirier and McGregor three, which as as a as a fight fan, I don't want. Um, Dustin deserves to fight for a belt. He really does, and Connor doesn't right now. And if I don't think this will be the case, but if they make a trilogy fight for a belt, it really is going to devalue title shots and titles in the UFC. If Conor McGregor, who lost two out of his last three, gets a title shot and wins, it's going to devalue that belt. Yeah. Yeah, I think he needs to get a shot. I think they need to stay away from the trilogy stuff. and yeah. you know. Same with, you know, I mean, listen... Dustin said he might move up one day to welterweight to fight Nate Diaz. I mean, that'd be a hell of a scrap. I mean, there's no doubt that those guys would stand and just bang with each other. But what does that do for Dustin? But you also got to look at it from his perspective. He's a big star now after knocking out McGregor. He's got that star power like Nate Diaz did after he beat Conor. Yeah. And we're, you know, five years later, well, almost five years later, and he still has that star power. And I think Dustin is going to try to capitalize on that. And I don't know if he really cares as much about the belt now as he does the money. 
I mean, well, what do you? Th- I mean, what's a bigger money fight? A trilogy with Connor or a title fight with Charles Oliveira? I mean, no offense to Oliveira, but it's obviously yeah, the Connor. It'd even be the Nate Diaz McGregor. fight would yeah, be bigger. Yeah, it'll be either one of them. But I just want to see someone fight for that title because it's you know almost March now. Habib retired in retired yeah. in October, and he's still the champion. Yeah, they need to do something with that. Which is something it's... something tells me he wants to, and Dana's still trying to convince him to stay. Whatever the case may be, whether he stays and fights GSP or Oliveira or whoever, either fight or vacate, defend or vacate. It's... Yeah, well, I think Dana's the one that's holding that up. Yeah. I think Habib is trying to give up the title, and Dana's like, no, just hold on to it for a little bit. Yeah. You know, see how you feel. We'll have another meeting in a couple weeks. Yeah. He wants him back so bad. Yeah. That he's just holding up the whole division. Which is starting to get top-heavy. I mean, the top five right now, Poirier, Gaethje, Oliveira, Chandler, and Ferguson. I mean, that that's a pretty solid top five. I mean, you'd imagine Gaethje and Chandler's next, I would hope. I mean, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. And, I mean, people are sleeping on Michael Chandler, and I don't know why. Even after he knocked. I mean, I remember when he got signed by the UFC, I was saying to everybody, do not sleep on this guy. He is a legitimate threat. And then, you know, they say he's going to fight Dan Hooker, and everyone's saying, you know, no, he's not going to win. Like, I had all my you know buddies saying, he's not going to beat Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker is just too talented for him. I was like, there are more than one MMA organizations the UFC is not the only one. I mean, Bellator is very, very high level as well. And Chandler was over there beating some serious, serious guys. And he came over and knocked out Dan Hooker and proved every well, not everybody, proved a lot of people wrong. Yeah, they have... Poirier needs a shot. Give him a title shot. I mean, here, here's what I would do. Interim title... Let's well, move on. The question <laughs> is, would he want an interim title? Because he already had the interim belt yeah. you know, two years ago. Would he want that again against Oliveira or just say, nah, screw the interim belt. Give me the big money rematch with Connor. Because if I was in his shoes, no offense, but I would I would take the Connor fight. I really would. I mean, why would I want something I already had? And why wouldn't I just, you know, for less money, or why wouldn't I go and get the big money rematch? And Yeah, that's true. Or... You know, like you said, the it's, it's a risk for him though, because right now he's sitting pretty at you know, I mean, he's number one contender. You know, he's you know next for a title shot. Mm-hmm. If he loses to Connor, he loses that number one contender spot. Yeah, and I just I just think that that's something that if I'm Dustin, I don't know if I want to risk. But I mean, money talks. Exactly, money talks. I mean, I'd rather if if he's not gonna fight for a title. I'd rather see him go with Nate Diaz than it shows you with Connor. I, th- I think that that would be a war. Yep. I mean, does it do anything for Poirier? No, it doesn't do anything other than give him a lot of money and Nate Diaz on his record. Yeah. But it would be a very, very entertaining fight. But, again, it wouldn't do anything for Poirier other than, you know, oh, I beat Nate Diaz if he beats him. Mm-hmm. And a nice check. Yeah, and any loss is going to hurt his stock no matter yeah. what. So, that's why I mean I say take the money. Let Connor fight. If I mean, he, ideally, ideally Connor goes and fights maybe Nate Diaz, and Dustin fights Oliveira for the belt. Dustin wins, Connor wins. Do you give Connor a title shot after the Diaz fight? Yeah, but say it's at welterweight though. 
Not at 55. I, I, no. I think there's other people that deserve a shot over, over McGregor. Yeah. At I mean, 155. I don't know how McGregor is still even six in the rankings. I mean, he beat Eddie Alvarez four years ago, and that's the only win he's got at lightweight in the UFC. How is he... And then you got Benil Dariush, who's on like a what? Like a... I don't even know. He's on a... What is it? Six, seven? I don't know. I got to see what kind of win streak he's on real quick. I mean, I know he's on a significant... Can't like you said, Chandler... Fights or eight fights or something. Chandler, I'm probably horrifically off there, but... Deserves, you know, his title shots. No, I think he. I think he's got to get Gaethje first, and if he beats him, then you give him a title shot. Yeah, that they, well, they could do their number one contender and six fights. Uh, six fight win streak, Dariush. Yeah, there's there's a lot of deserving guys at lightweight right now, not named Conor McGregor. Yeah, McGregor but should be like. There are a lot of guys at lightweight right now who do not generate the revenue of Conor McGregor, and that's everybody at lightweight. It's everybody in the UFC not named Conor McGregor who generates that revenue. Yeah. But does he get the same after the the loss? See, that's another thing you got to worry about is the more he loses, does his star, you know, go down? Yeah. I mean, I would imagine, I mean, I don't want to watch a guy keep losing fights and still paying $74 to watch them. Like, I'm not, no one wants to do that. No. And they just jack the prices up again. Like, who's going to want to pay $74 to watch him keep losing? Especially when there's other guys that are behind him that deserve it. Deserve a shot. Like, the, like I remember going in when he was fighting Poirier again in the rematch. I was saying to people, because, I mean, I have a lot of friends who are, I don't want to say casual, but I know a lot of people who think that McGregor's the only fighter. Yeah. And I was saying, do not sleep on Poirier. The guy is a beast. He is not the same fighter he was when they fought in 2014, and he's not, and he proved it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of other fighters that deserve shots over McGregor. But... Oh, God, yeah. There's... there's it's the money. Exactly. And money talks, especially in this fight. It's a fight, it's a fight business. It's not... Oh, yeah. You know... I mean, there are rankings, but Dana could pull whoever he wants out of the rankings and say, yeah, you're getting a title shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, will he get backlash? Absolutely. But he can do it, and he has before. And he'll do it again. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We have a, a lot of good cards coming up. Yeah. Um, featherweight title fight, Volkanovski and Ortega. Um, I think a lot of people are looking at that, and looking at it as, like, a number one contender to Holloway, who they think is the, the real champ. I mean, I think, obviously, most people do, and I think that he did win the rematch, Max Holloway. But you also got to remember that, from a technical standpoint, he's not the champ. Yeah. But I think he gets the winner of that fight. I mean, how do you how do you deny it? No. He's... I just recently went back and watched that fight, and... Yeah, that's... He definitely, in my opinion, won that fight. Yeah, I mean, I watched that live. They put a bad taste in my mouth for the Usman Masvidal fight. It just, it just. He, I mean, because another thing that you got to look at is Volkanovski had the takedowns, but Holloway had the knockdowns, and you're supposed to score takedowns more than knockdowns. Oh, sorry, knockdowns more than takedowns, rather. Yeah. And I don't know if the judges did that a hundred percent, and it, it was just not a good decision, to say the least. But. What are you going to do? It happens. And Holloway bounced back tremendously against Calvin Cater and gave him performance for the ages. So. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we have coming up. 
You got uh, Leon Edwards and Bilal Muhammad. Yep. That's going to be a good fight. And, you know, obviously I was supposed to be Edwards and Hamzat Chemaev, and Chemaev, you know, pulled out because of complications of COVID yet. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad he did because I think the UFC was pushing him really hard, really quick. I mean, right now he's in the welterweight rankings. He's 14. He's over Robbie Lawler. Now, Robbie also is on a four or five fight losing streak, but I don't think Chemayev deserves to be 14. I really don't. But, I mean, welterweight's another division that there's just a lot of stuff going at. You got Woodley and Luke fighting in March. That That's a make-or-break fight for Woodley. I mean, if he loses that fight, like, in a uh, three-round, 30-22nd decision. Yeah. And it might be his last fight in the UFC. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Dana White doesn't like Tyron Willie the way it is. <laughs> so, I mean, if he loses, you know, 17 straight rounds. Yeah, he's going to get cut. Yeah. He'll have a nice spot over in uh, Bellator. <laughs> yeah. Bellator's... With likes... Bellator, I mean, there's another promotion. A lot of people sleep on because it's not the UFC, but... They say the UFC rejects go there, but say what you want. They got some interesting fights coming up there. They really do. I mean, you can't tell me you don't want to see Rumble and Romero. There's not one MMA fan who does not want to watch that fight. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. I mean, I know Rumble hasn't fought in going on four years, but come on, man. Him and Romero, like, there's no way that, whether it's in the UFC or Bellator, I don't care where, I don't care if it's in a backyard. I want to see that fight. Yeah, happen. you're going to watch. You're definitely going to tune in and see. Just like... Um, whoever Connor fights, you know, I know it's sh- uh, shifting gears, but whether he fights Poirier next, whether he fights Nate Diaz, whether he fights Paul Felder, people are going to watch. No offense to Paul Felder, I'm a big fan of his, but people are going to watch. And that that's just, that's just, that's, yeah, the end of it. I mean, people are going to watch him. But, I mean, he's a big pay-per-view star, and you know, switching gears to somebody who's not seen as one, Kamaru Usman. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of disrespect on Kamaru Usman's name. I, I really am. I still don't understand it. I don't. I mean, three title defenses in, dominated Woodley, yep. broke Covington's jaw. Dom- I mean, people say, oh, we would footstop Mass with all. He dominated him though. Yeah, and then the Burns. Everyone, you know, before that, they said boring. It's gonna be a boring fight. Yeah. Burns, if he connects, he's going to put him out. Yeah, And he connected, and didn't he didn't put, put him, him out. out. So, Yeah, and then he came out with the second, was it second round or third round? And just third round. Third round. Just, round and he dropped him, him with on. a jab. Yeah. Like, I mean, listen, you cannot like Kamaru Usman. You cannot like any fighter. I get that. They're just fighters who you're not going to like. But to act like he's not the best welterweight on the planet is comical. I mean, it really is. It really is. To act like there's any welterweight on the planet better than him right now, it's it's genuinely funny. It makes me laugh. I mean, it really does. Yeah, he's definitely the the welterweight. He's, I mean, you're looking at the rankings. I mean, people shouldn't compare him to GSP yet. That's also comical. Like, no, I mean. Yeah, he's gotta he's gotta defend his title. Uh, yeah, a few he, more he's times. got he's got a ways to go before he's. We're talking GSP comparisons, but. And that goes for a lot of other fighters, even Khabib. I mean, no offense to him, but, I mean, GSP is, there's a reason why you get compared to GSP. Yeah. And 
if people still have to question, oh, are you the next GSP? Then you're probably not the next GSP. However, I mean, Usman, I mean, he's beaten Covington. He's beaten Gilbert Burns. He's beaten Leon Edwards. He's beaten Masvidal. He's beaten four out of the five top five guys. That's why I say Wonderboy is the fight to make for him. Yep. I mean, stylistically, that, that'd be an entertaining fight. And out of the top five, he's the only one that he hasn't beaten yet. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see him fight Masvidal again. That fight wasn't close. So, another thing that we want to do here is, aside from just talking about fights now, we're going to do some fantasy tournaments for the different weight classes. And one that we've been working on for a little while now is a welterweight tournament. And we have... How many fighters do we have in that? 12, is it? I believe so. 12 different UFC welterweights. And another thing we were considering is maybe doing... Um, like all Zufa owned welterweight, so that would be you know Strike Force and probably just the UFC, not like any Pride or WEC guys. Um, if you guys want to see that, let us know. Um, email us, send a comment on Facebook Messenger, whatever. Let us know if that's something you're interested in, because we will definitely do that. Because it's definitely something we want to do. So let us know if you're into that too. Yeah, let's you know top welterweights of all time who doesn't want to see like a a tournament like i wish the ufc would do a lot more tournaments um that would be you know the fantasy tournament we'll do a a, a tournament in every division yeah all-time greats and talk about who we think will win make our picks and one of the ways we set it up for now, and this I want to say it might be controversial, but we had champions have precedent over non-champions, even over interim champions. Like right now, our top 12, and let us know how you guys feel about it. I mean, if you disagree with it, you think there should be fighters who aren't here or whatever, you know, let us know. Um, you want to grab top 12? You have it in front of you, you want to read off the top 12? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we have GSP, number one, mm-hmm. obviously. Number two, we have Matt Hughes. Yeah. Matt Hughes, GSP, made that welterweight division. Oh, God, yeah. You know, yeah. They're, they're great fights back and forth. Yeah. Legendary. I am not impressed by your performance. <laughs> three. Did we go with Robbie Lawler at three? We did go with Robbie at three. We did go. I might. People might be mad about that. I, I don't know how anyone's going to feel about Robbie at three. Uh, let's see. Four. Where did he go at four? Marty from Nebraska. Oh, yeah, Marty. <laughs> the current Walter Waite champion, Usman, who some people might say he's, you know, deserves the three. Over yeah. Lawler. Understandable. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. just let us know if you guys want to get involved. And We also did make this before the Gilbert Burns fight, so we know. Yeah. You guys want to see, uh, you know, different guys? Let's see, five we have... Big Rig. Oh, yeah, Johnny Hendricks. Six, Woodley. T-Wood. 
See Woodley. Falling in and out of love. Seven, we got BJ Penn. Eight, we got the original Pat Miletic. And then nine, who was at nine? Did we pick a nine? Nine, we put Matt the Terracera. Oh, yeah. Took down GSP to win his Walter Waite title. So let us know if you guys have any um, fighters you want to put in there or if you think we yeah. can add. You know, we can always add more people to tournament. Yeah. We also threw in at 10 and 11, Carlos Condit and Nick Diaz. And number 12, just because he was also a champion, Carlos Newton. But, um, I mean, if you guys think there's anyone else we should throw in there, let us know. You know, we could always throw in non-champions over champions. Yeah. You know. You know, we're, we're kind of seeing what happens with it, you know. Yeah. If we have different fighters, what we want to do, if you guys have any input, you know. And we got other tournaments, too. I mean, we got a light heavyweight one, a middleweight one, you know, a featherweight one, a lightweight one. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're gonna all do, over the board. Heavyweight, too, which is stacked. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do we're gonna do the fantasy tournaments. You know, give us a, a message if you want to see who, you know, one of your favorite fighters, if we don't have them in there. And then we'll just go over them each, yeah. you know, every so often, maybe every week. We'll see what happens. I mean, we got a lot of stuff planned. I know, you know, today's episode's a little just, you know, talking about upcoming fights and predictions and stuff. But in terms of tournaments and stuff like that, we got a lot of stuff planned that will be coming up in the future. Yeah. Um, you know, like we said, if there's anything you guys want to see, want to hear about, let us know, and we'll definitely incorporate it into an episode somehow, 100%. We yeah, if you guys, feedback. you guys want to make your, you know, your tournament, send it to us, or, you know. Yeah. Predictions. Predictions of who you think is going to win, and we'll talk about it and yeah. pick our, our, our fantasy welterweights and champion. And even if you think we should do a tournament, if you want to do that um, of now, like, you know, top 10 lightweights, welterweight, stuff like that, and throw them in a bracket and do a tournament now, let us know. I mean, we'd be we'd be down for that. Um, you know. Yeah, I think we're going to do, you know, a bunch. Yeah, we, there will be some boxing content um, as well. Not as much as we're definitely bigger MMA guys than boxing, but obviously Canelo did win his fight tonight. But, um. Yeah, I think we'll do, like, Big time fights. The big fights, yeah. you know. Like if Fury and Joshua finally fight yeah. and and stuff like we'll that. We'll get into that and stuff. The title fights and, yeah, and the up and coming guys. You and know, the potential fight of the year, Antonio Tarver and Frank Mir. I mean, oh. that's... It, what's funny is... Have the paramedics ready. <laughs> with with um, the, the Mir-Tarver fight and even the Paul Askren fight... You mean Frank Mir and Ben Askren are two of the most talented grapplers in the history of MMA, but they're not known for their stand-up, especially Ben Askren. And of course, you know I know Jake Paul. If he wins, he's gonna walk around like like Mike Tyson after he knocked out um, Larry Holmes. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, man. Like, you're not, you know, respectively, you're not. I mean, no. I mean, if you if you fought a boxer. Then we can talk. But, I mean, he fought Nate Robinson and started walking around. Like, you know, I respect Nate for taking that fight because, I mean, it's a gamble. I mean, you're fighting, you know, you're a basketball player going into the ring. It's it's it was stupid. I mean, yeah, it definitely was stupid, but I respect him for doing it. But 
you can't beat him and walk around like you're Muhammad Ali. You can't do I, that. He can't walk. No. I mean, okay, you're going to – I don't even watch the fight. I'm yeah. not like, okay, you want to train to fight. That's fine. You know, fight fighters. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be a professional boxer, don't call out Dylan Danis, Ben Askren, and Conor McGregor. Call out boxers. Yeah. It, fight it's, it's a simple concept. A boxer. Yeah. Like – if you're going to box, box. Don't box grapplers. Because, yeah, Ben Askren is a big name, but not in the boxing community. No. But, it's a money grab, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a quick cash grab. It is what it is. And he wants to get his name out there and win a fight against a guy who has no business what in is, boxing. What is he, where is he fighting at? Like, what's his, his weight that he fights at? I, I think he I know his brother was at cruiserweight. I don't know if he's the same. But again, that's also thirty pounds heavier than where Ben Askren fought at, you know, in the UFC. So I mean I don't I don't know where that fight's gonna be at. I, I really don't. Same with the Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul fight. Logan Paul was a cruiserweight, Mayweather was a welterweight. I mean, those are two significantly different weight classes. Even at at an um amateur bout, how is that gonna go? Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Throw Mayweather in there 160 pounds and Logan Paul 200? I mean, that's just such a that's just such a disadvantage for Floyd. Yeah. It's not even a fight. It's it's No, like, it's a cash grab by both of them. Yeah, it's, And it's, that's why Mayweather's not liked by a lot of boxing diehards because he's hurting his legacy by doing these cash grabs like he did against Conor and like he's doing now again. He wants to fight 50 cent. Yeah, that's uh I mean, why? I don't I, and if you buy that, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you the Mike Tyson fight, for example. I know there were talks. I don't know if they're true of him fighting Evander Holyfield again. Please don't. No. I mean, even if it's an exhibition bout, like, just you guys have two of the best legacies and resumes in heavyweight history. Just hang it up, man. Let Please. it go. Yeah. Let it go, fellas. Yeah. Let it go. Because you don't want Mike to get mad and, and bite the ear off again. Let it go. Just... Nah, I'm just joking. That's all love. I'm, I'm, I'm a Mike Tyson fan. I really am. This guy's... And just, that's why I don't want to see him fight anymore. I'm a huge Mike Tyson fan, and I don't want to see him take any more damage than he needs to. And, you know, the amount of damage he needs to take is zero. I mean, you're in your 50s. Just just retire. Yeah. Gracefully, I mean. Just watch fights. Yeah. Just I mean, buy your pay-per-views. Yeah. Watch the UFC. Watch he, your boxing. He's already one of the most respected fighters in the history of the sport. Just leave it at that. Yeah. He's got nothing more to prove. I mean, if you think Mike Tyson's got anything more to prove, then you probably never watched boxing in your life. I mean, he's got nothing left to prove. He's got nothing left to show. Same with Holyfield. Same with Roy Jones Jr. I mean, like yeah. these guys got nothing left to prove. Yep. At a certain point, it gets, I mean, pathetic maybe? Like. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure what to call it, other than cash grab. Cash grab. That's yeah. all. That's it. I mean Mayweather. Not Mayweather. Uh, Tyson and Jones Jr. sold like a hundred, uh, a million uh, point six pay per view buys. I don't know. That's. I got. That's a lot. That's a lot for guys in their fifties. That's sad. It's, that people. What does that say about the state of boxing, though? That Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. did 1.6 million pay-per-views. I mean, that that that's not good for the state of boxing when you got those two coming out of retirement and doing almost two million. 
It's not yeah. good. That's not good. It's because oh. you got, what, five, six belts? I mean, <laughs> and they're never fighting because you got the mandatory challenge. Like, Canelo's, uh, who we fought tonight, was off for two years. Before, I mean, like, I don't know. I think, I think boxing is slowly dying because of stuff like this, because of the mandatory challenges, because the best are never fighting each other. I mean, Lennox Lewis was the last undisputed heavyweight champion. Like, I think that was before I was born. That's yeah. how long that is. And I'm almost 19. That's how long that is. Like, yeah, you said it's, it's dying slowly. Now, th there are some up-and-coming fighters that... Like, the lightweight division is real interesting They right need, now. you know, they put the, the fights... There's so many different... Not You just said divisions and... And belts. And belts. But there's also the, the companies. Yeah. Like... There's top rank, there's... They, uh, top rank won't room, fight yeah, this it's... one. And, you know, like... That's why I want to see Fury and Joshua. I mean, all, I mean, because we have the first undisputed heavyweight champion in almost two decades. Yeah. And... It would be the best fighting each other. Like I don't want to see these guys fight mandatory challengers. They should be each other's mandatory challengers at this point. Yeah. But besides the the boxing, and we're gonna do some, you know, our top tens yeah. of all time. Top ten fights, top ten fighters. Yeah, all the top tens. We're gonna do our dream matchups, yep. like you know, catch weight, like. Yeah. Open weight, too? Yeah, open yeah. weight, like, you know, all-time. Um, favorite fights, our favorite knockouts, submissions. Yeah. You know, our favorite walkouts, who has yeah. the best, you know, the best songs they, that come favorite, out, too. Favorite like, UFC events. Yeah, your yeah. favorite events. Like, we're going we're gonna to try to hit on everything. And yeah. If anybody has any suggestions of on, you know... Yeah, we're going to try to do an episode a week. So if this week seems blah or seems a little... All over the place. We're, yeah, you know, it's, we're... it's because it is. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're kind of just giving a general idea of what exactly is going to go on here. So don't expect them all to be like this. It's good. They're going to be more focused as yeah, it as goes we, on. But go. this was mainly meant to be a general, here's what's going to take place here. Here's what we're going to do and, and stuff like yeah. that. We'll give our predictions before... The, the, the pay-per-views and the fight nights. Uh, we'll, you know, our, give our, our opinions on the fights afterwards and, you know, divisions and who's going to go where and who we think should fight who and, you know, all that stuff. so Absolutely. We got some... Uh, some good stuff planned. Yeah. yeah A lot of good stuff, stuff planned. So I think that's uh, pretty much it. Yeah, we should wrap it up for tonight and... Yeah. See you guys on the next episode. We're throwing the leather. I'm Justin. I'm Corey. Thanks for uh, checking us out, guys. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys.